Welcome back, everybody. It's episode 218 of the Pinball Podcasts. Hi, Jeff. What? Podcasts. Hi, Jess. <laughs> I mean, that leads really well into how's your week? Uh, it's been a very busy one. I mm-hmm. went and saw a couple concerts, which is very minimal in regards to the news compared to um, that I got two cats, little babies, Yay. too. They're yeah. so cute. They are. They're very small. Because um, we got them as a rescue. And I don't know what happened to the mom, but got them a little earlier than you typically get a cat. So they're very small. But they are on, Aww. you know, solid food. So that's good. Um, but they're tiny. And they they're are s- adorable, like, smoky little babies. I love them. Yeah. They're siblings. Um, I don't know if they're full Russian blues, but they're definitely part Russian blue. Because they've got all of the color and markings, little striped tail and everything. So it'll maybe be easier to tell as they get older, but they are at least Russian bluish. So. Yeah. They're very, uh, very cute and a uh, good job on rescuing adopt, don't shop, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And, and they're siblings and uh, it's a boy and a girl. I let the kids name them. So we have Zelda and Link. <laughs> I love it. They're chilling in the other room right now, and I'll go snuggle them after we do this. So that's a sign that you are raising your kids well. Yeah, nerdy um, names for cats. I know, because given the names to kids that range between, you know, thirteen and five, they could have easily been in like poops and farts. But <laughs> is that the new boots and cats? Poops and farts and poops and farts. It will be once this episode gets out. (laughs) I don't Um, know if it would be, I don't know if your career in beatboxing would be as successful if you started out with that. Um, Boots and Cats is probably the way, but you also have had some love cats this week. What's that? You've had some love cats this week with your concert going. I know. Um, So yes, I did get to go see The Cure live. It was incredible. Three hours of amazing um, arena, happy, sad rock. So (laughs) I don't know how you classify them, but it was fantastic. Really, really good. They're touring right now. And if you haven't bought tickets and they come to your city, just go, whether you're familiar with them or not. And it'd be hard not to be since they've been around since 78. So (laughs) yeah. You'd be surprised. Yeah, and then the other one was uh, this one of the Salt Lake City Twilight concert series. They they're outdoor concerts right downtown. It was Death Cat for Cutie, and some opener that sounded like Wish dot com Lumineers. Lots of wailing. It was kind of funny, but um, it sounds like what? Uh, if you took the Lumineers, but you bought them on Wish dot com, mm. so lots of long drawn out things like that. <laughs> Okay, I don't know who the Lumineers are, but just hearing you do that, I'm like, I'm good. Yep, you don't I'll, need to look into it. Thank you. It's fine. <laughs> I've probably offended six listeners by, but no, the Lumineers are not my mm. jam. Uh, so yeah, that that's been a lot. Oh, and I got laid off. So that's cool. Oh, yep, <laughs> yeah. yep. You this know, is normal the next week of unemployment. <laughs> normal news. Yeah, uh, it, we'll be have more time being... to spend with the kittens. He, yes, lots more time. And to, uh, you know, do pinball stuff. So Right. 
I'm fine though. Future plans already in place. I knew the layoff was coming. My job was being outsourced and I, it wasn't a fall back. It was a fall forward plan. Okay. So I'm failing upwards here. Always falling on our face here at the pinball podcasts. Yep. That's why our nose is. I'm just going to keep calling it that forever now. You've made it a thing. So <laughs> I had um, to, at least for this episode, this is how we exist. Yeah. So, it will only last this episode. Of- yeah. Lots of concert stuff, new cats, work stuff. Have you played any pinball this week? Uh, yes. I've only played two machines, though. Um, and okay. it's been Stars and yes. Stern's Ninja Turtles. And okay, one of those will probably get discussed a little bit later, but we'll, <laughs> we'll see. All right. It's very ominous. Yeah, um. indeed. <laughs> You've been busy. I like it. Quite. Um, but like, not the stressful kind of busy, just just occupied. So it's mm. all been manageable. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe Much I'm not smart enough to be stressed. So. <laughs> I'll take it. That's oh, sweet oblivion. <laughs> you know, the closer I drift to it, the more I just want to kind of let myself go. I let myself floating through go. life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, physically, but mentally, still clinging yeah. on a little bit. Can't check uh, out yet. So, what have you been up to? Not quite. Working heaps. Just, um, I don't feel like there are enough hours in the day to fix games, but still trucking away at it um sold indiana jones which was a huge relief that was such a big project and i don't know if you saw the pictures when i posted them but i that playfield we thought was trashed and we're like okay someone who whoever buys is going to need a whole new playfield if they want the game to like really look top notch but i scrubbed at that thing for ages with all different kinds of cleaners and everything I could think of. And then I just had to walk away from it because I was like, I'm not making any headway on this at all. I was like, this could be ball swirl or something, but I walked away and then I came back like two days later and I hit it again and it just cleaned up beautifully. So it's like, it was like all original, original play field, original boards. The cabinet was super clean inside. So I'm like, okay, this'll be this will be a good one. But the play field was really what was stressing me out. And then I just had this like breakthrough moment. So it was like me and a lot of elbow grease and several hours of me going through every nook and cranny cleaning that game. And it was very satisfying, but very time consuming. So that's amazing how the diamond plate era games hold up. Seriously. Why aren't we still using that? I think caused cancer and, lab rats and pinball technicians i don't know mm, that's that's unfortunate but there are so many other things that are also bad for you that are still hanging around um you know diamond plate might not be the worst or a version of diamond plate anyway i've seen so many problematic play fields uh, that we don't need to get into but no no that's definitely a, a, lot. a bigger topic for another show but, but uh yes yeah um, but I will say that it was probably actually a patent that got bought in some weird Williams merger and some very old mobster living in Vegas probably (laughs) owns it now. (laughs) And, you know, some 
95-year-old ex-mob boss who hasn't been on the upstairs level of his house for 40 years. Yeah, and someone just needs to go track him down. Hopefully one of his neighbors will be listening to this and be like, oh, yeah, that's Bill, and then just go talk to Bill. Um, But aside from that, I actually played in a comp, another comp. Um, It's for not having played in any for anything for like almost a year having done these three tournaments in these past couple months has been very odd but very fun so um the pinball lounge the last tournament that we talked about last time that i did was their eighth anniversary uh eight strike fair strikes tournament so this one was kind of just like an open uh fair strikes but it was nine strikes Wow, like, that's a so many marathon. so many strikes. <laughs> yeah, so it was a marathon, but I didn't do as well in this one as I did in the last one. So I was done a bit sooner, um, and then I was able to um, take a pinball lady side trip over to try the vegan crunch wrap at Taco Bell because. They're at three Taco Bells in the entire country, and one of them is down the street from the pinball lounge. Okay, so how was it? I, okay, I haven't had meat in so long. It's been like 30 years, 30 years since I've had meat, almost 31. And so I don't remember what actual Taco Bell, like meat or whatever that's made of, tastes like. But kind of like the, a mattress. Yeah, yeah. So the veggie ground that was in the vegan crunch wrap was really sweet. So I had to like douse it in hot sauce. And I don't care for vegan cheese. So if it was normal cheese and that sauce wasn't as sweet, like the seasoning mix wasn't as sweet, then I think it would be really great. But at that point, I'm just going to make them at home if I have to keep trying to substitute things because I don't really trust most taco bell employees to put the correct vegan filling in if i start changing other things like back to dairy no i understand that um so jamie my girlfriend's vegetarian so it's like a half step towards where you are Uh, she's vegetarian so most of the time i cook it's obviously vegetarian or we go eat vegetarian options but we do eat a lot of vegan that's what I was wondering because Del Taco stopped carrying their Beyond Meat, and so, mm. so that I'm was not an vegan. Easy quick fix. No, yeah, but, I'm not, um, I'm not vegan. Because cheese, cheese and eggs. I can't get away from. I can do like non dairy milks and whatever, but v- cheese is one of my favorite things on the planet. So I cannot give that up. Okay, um, so you and her are the same. That's her thing too. It's <laughs> dairy and eggs are in there. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, probably worth a shot for someone who is vegan, um, and maybe who doesn't like their stuff that's spicy. I'm, I'm shoulder shrugging and you can't see it, but that's kind of how that went. So, um, you can tell how well I did in the tournament that day, because most of this conversation has been about crunch wrap. <laughs> so yeah, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. Back on the no, it was nice to, to be out with people and see pinball friends and that's kind of what I'm getting out of doing this. And then having done the Norma tournament um, benefit at the asylum is I just enjoy being around other people playing pinball and sharing that experience. And I haven't had a lot of that here. 
So it's nice to, to be a little bit more involved in the community. So I'm greatly enjoying uh, the opportunity to do that again. Happy to hear it. Um, <laughs> I, I was doing a lot of tournaments for a while. And then the last one I did was the Foo Fighters launch party. Um, that will come up in a later conversation in the show. So okay, <laughs> I'll say that for part of, <clears throat> coffee cough. Oh, um, no. part, part of the reason why I wanted to discuss one of the things on the agenda today. But, um, cool. any, anything else in the uh, recent life stuff or? Um, oh, I, uh, my Stern, classic Stern girl gang has um the family's been expanded so i was able to pick up i don't know if it's 100 percent mine yet and it's a very long story but i was able to pick up a quicksilver oh nice i love that game yep so she's sitting right next to sea witch and stargazer right now And then when my cheetah gets here from uh, Mike Huntsman over in Nevada, then I will have my four, my foursome of my classic Stern girl gang. And I will be in pinball heaven and never leave the shop again. (laughs) (laughs) There's no need. Absolutely no need. I have like, once cheetah gets there, I have my like wet dream of a lineup and I could not possibly be happier about it. I was getting really emotional because we reorganized everything. So the shop is now in order where the first game in the line is evil can evil because that's where it all started. Right. And then it's stars, meteor, nine ball flight, 2000, see which stargazer quicksilver. So then cheetah's going to slot in there. And I could just like, I was just staring down the line of games and getting a little weepy because it's so beautiful. And those games make me so damn happy. Like all the new stuff that comes out, like, you know, everything we've talked about that we like all the innovations and, and those kinds of things that have been happening lately that, you know, we, we can go on and on about because there's so much to discuss I keep going back to the classics. I keep going back to that era. I keep going back to those games and they have that like replay drawn. I can't tear myself away from them. So I'm thrilled to have them. And that's been the the most exciting thing that I've had happen, um, you know, this past week for sure. I mean, by and far. So it was a little road trip to Georgia, picked up Quicksilver. Um, hopefully, Basically, uh, a friend saw the game first. So if they decide that they want it, then they'll buy it from me. And then I will be on the search again for a Quicksilver. But whatever is meant to be in the pinball universe is meant to be. So, Yeah, I agree. Um, I am feeling the same with you about just that draw back to the classics. Um, I'd rather jam out, you know games on those classic early solid state era games than just about anything right now and ems as well i i just i don't know i still love modern games and can you know appreciate what they have and i had a godzilla at my house for about a month and that's a fantastic game um but well while we're talking about games that we like or don't like uh i think 
I think you know what time it is. I do. It is. Hurry up. It's time for the hurry up, Jess. Time for the hurry up. To remind our listeners what this is. Um, We're going to rapid fire. Yes. Rapid fire, throw games out at each other and get quick reactions on those games. Now, you guys are going to send us angry letters about it. Like last week, you don't need to insult us personally just because you don't agree with us. Yep, this is clickbait. And so, <laughs> so so normally we've been throwing out where like you do your three and I do my three. Do you want to stay that way or do you want to alternate? Let's alternate this time. Let's mix it up. I'm so scared. Okay, since since you chose put that you on aspect. The spot. Okay, oh, put me on the spot twice in a row and you, you go ahead and throw the first game out. All right. Tales oh, as a reminder, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so sorry. You're, you're totally uh, de-escalating the hurry up, Jeff. I know. I'll hurry up and explain. Um, the, the three ratings, which are basically thumbs up, thumbs sideways, thumbs down. We got nailed it. It's like, yeah, it was a good game. I like it. Uh, slop shot. It passes, but it barely got in there. And bricked it. Don't like it. Um, and we just got a few seconds to explain why. Defend our position. Yeah. Okay. All right, Tales from the Crypt, stop stalling. Okay, bricked it for me, just because it's so annoying. <laughs> but but no, I just have never been able to get with it, but I understand why people like it. Okay, like sound effects-wise annoying? Yes, and okay. yeah, sound effects-wise, really annoying. Otherwise, I don't know what it is. I just cannot get with that game. It's just one that I just never clicked with, and I, I do try. So All right. We don't judge each other in the hurry up. Not out loud. <laughs> Lots of silent judging. Okay, what do you feel about it then? That's not how this works. You're stalling. Okay, fine. Uh, future spa. <laughs> Ooh, okay. That is totally a nailed it for me. You know I love a wide body. You know I love a like weird retro future space gym with laser weightlifting and uh, pervy waterfalls. And (laughs) I love inline drop targets on, I will take them on everything forever. And like those beautiful wide spinner shots, absolute nailed it. Okay. And I do think the flyer did say pervy waterfalls in the bullet points. (laughs) That's the censored version, actually, that people usually see. You should see the original glass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Team Cunningham used to always sell that original version at the shows. Um, okay, what's your next? Okay, Joker Poker. Nailed it. I like Joker Poker a lot. Um, it's a shooter game, and I'm always going to yeah. lean towards deliberate shooting. I like it. Oh. Yeah. Succinct okay. to the point. Yep. Uh ooh, I like the sex credits. It's very divisive in my parts. Uh Stranger Uh-oh. Things. Oh, that's a bricked it for me. Okay. Which I know is controversial. Um, but okay, I've never seen the show, Stranger Things, so the theme to me is meh, whatever. Whatever. Um, but it just there it just ha- doesn't have anything that feels like different enough to me or engaging enough to me 
like the the center shots is kind of gimmicky and it's not always reliable and i do like the the uv kits that they did for it i think those look cool but like the screen thing you know the screens get all ripped up and stuff i don't know like sometimes it's just like wasn't super well thought out so i know a lot of people really like it i actually had to play it in the tournament the other day and i did pretty well on it for not playing it normally but um it's a pass for me it's a bricked it okay okay give your last one all right star trek the next generation Oh, you really wanted to generate the emails on this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, say slop shop because it's not like a to me. It, it's not in my a list of games. I know it's in most people's games. It's fast mm-hmm. and it's fun, but it is so blasted frustrating to me. At the same as as fun as it is, it's also frustrating. And then um, I feel like it's. Uh, I guess a lot of my stuff falls back on how tournament worthy a game is too and i've i've never enjoyed this game in competition i've won on it i've lost on it it's not due to winning or losing i just don't enjoy competing on it and i haven't really been able to identify why but uh, for me it's just a slop shop i'm not gonna trash the game because i it has so many good aspects to it yeah that's fair okay and i said earlier foreshadowing teasing whatever (laughs) Uh that this would come back up but um, Stern's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Bricked it. It's a painful game to play. <laughs> it's tedious. Well, playing playing turtles is tedious. Pinball should be fun. I don't have fun when I play turtles. It's like the ramps are so steep, so fast. They're so it's so tight. It's just. I it don't re- I don't enjoy it, and I don't know that I can put my finger on exactly what it is, but it's a bricked it. Got it. Um, okay, l- let's actually run by and see which ones we agree on. So your first game that you threw out was what? Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. Okay, for me it was bricked. What what would yours be? It would be a slop shot for me. Okay, so if... mild disagreement. Mild disagreements. Okay. <laughs> Are you charting this? Is there a graph in our future? Okay. No, no, I'm, I'm too old for graphs. Um, (laughs) So, so future spa was my first one. And Mm -hmm. uh, I agree with you. Nailed it. It's like, um, I don't know, like a, a a more friendly paragon, I guess. Um, Paragon's also nailed it. Did I, I absolutely adore paragon, but yes. Yeah. yeah, They're both in the same vein. Just very different themes. I think Future Spa is the more fair of the two, for sure. Yeah. Okay, okay right. so joke, Joker Poker also nailed it for me. Totally okay, agree. So, so agree, agree. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I said Stranger Things, and you said Brick yes. It. I 100% yes. agree. I hate the game with a fiery passion. I I hate that it's like it's, it's a fan layout with too much unpredictability um i feel like if you're gonna go fan then just we either make the shots or we don't that one yeah. you can make shots and it's gonna dump it into a sling or something dumb like that that comes with more of a random type layout um the thing yeah. also i hate is how much point how many points are locked into bonus multiplier i played a game the other day where i had over a billion 
by ball two simply because I just kept ramping out and upping the multipliers after I played a few months. Silly, silly game. Um, <laughs> I do agree with the points that the UV is really cool and it's got some other things going on that are kind of neat. It just, it drives me insane. Okay, yeah. So we, again, full agreement. All right. Full agreement. All your, right. So next, start. next gen. Yeah. Next gen for me is a nailed it. So mild disagreements. Yeah. Mild I'm, disagreement. Yep. I'm, I'm like said, I'm, I'm positive on it, but I have reservations. <laughs> sure. That's fair. I don't see it come up in turn. Well, I haven't played tournaments in a long time, but I don't see it come up in tournaments a lot. So usually when I'm playing it, it is just for the sheer enjoyment. It's a pain in the ass to work on. And that part drives me crazy because <laughs> all of those optos and all of those subways uh, are pay- just so hard to get dialed perfectly and if one of them goes wrong then it's all gone wrong but when the game is playing well i love i love the call outs but i'm a star trek nerd so this it's no surprise to anyone but i adore the game i adore the innovations for the time on the machine that made it so unpopular for operators back then because nobody wanted to work on them but um yeah, no, I just I I love it, uh, top to bottom. Yeah, I, I and I a hundred percent understand the adoration of it, but um, I think I've just had to play it too much in tournaments. But maybe I don't know. Yeah. It, it's it's one of those ones that I think will go one way or another. I don't think I'll sit on the fence with it too long. I'll either learn to love it or I'll get sour with it. But okay, yeah. the final game was TMNT. Bricked it for you. 100% bricked it for me. I've got one sitting downstairs right now, and oh, I no. scowl every time I walk past the thing. <laughs> um, it made me angry from day one. Like, <laughs> it, it's so stupidly fast and unfair. It's like, my kids yeah. can't play this. It, you cannot yeah. flip randomly on that. Every shot has to either be made, or even made shots will lead to a drain. Um, the layer shot, sometimes it just drops out and bounces straight out, and there's nothing you could do. No no amount of shaking. Don't tell me it's game set up, because I've seen it everywhere. Um, it's just, uh, it's beautiful to look at. Just huge missed opportunity. Um, but it's so there's, breakneck speed fast. Yeah. And there's so much such imbalance a between the turtles. You yeah. look at the audience, like... Granted, there's a retro factor with Ninja Turtles, but you look at young kids like in the arcades, when I see kids walk up to Turtles, they will maybe play a ball or two, but they are not going back to play that game. That game is just going to kick their ass. It brutalizes them. they, They like it for the theme of it, but they don't actually want to play it. It's, it's just one of those where it's like, okay, this is, um, I can't I find know. anyone that wants to play it more than one or two games. <laughs> I will say uh, Derek Price from out in California, he tried to like explain Turtles to me and go through it in a way that would try to make me like it and it didn't work. Uh, bless his heart. Derek, I appreciate you, but <laughs> it's uh, it's still a definite friction for me. Yeah, so same for Full me. agreements. Yeah, I, I, I've just... I did the thing where I had to own every high score on the game, and then now I just growl at it as I go up the stairs and think of what it could have been. But yeah, to your point, um, for the audience it attracts, it probably should have a more safe layout like Stern's Star Trek, something along those lines, where it's like, oh, I'm hitting combos and you know things like that. But, okay, yeah. well, that was fun. So that's been... 
a very extended version of the hurry up. Yeah, we slowed it down a little bit, but uh, for everyone that wants to put in their reactions or suggest games for the future, because there's no giant rhyme or reason to the three we pick. We just pick three to throw out. So, yeah, we should get. Oh, it would be interesting how we would get people to send their suggestions and it'd be rapid fire if we didn't see them ahead of time. How would we not see them? We'll um, work, we'll I work could just... on it. Yeah, we could get someone to compile and then um, I could open a file of that compiled list. So. Okay, that sounds um, good. Okay, this next thing, we're going to do it super quick. We don't have to defend it to any sort of lengths, just quick. And this is kind of also inviting feedback, but I mentioned that I played in, the last term I played in was the Foo Fighters launch party. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to know, and then I'll explain mine quickly, what's your favorite tournament format? And feel free to explain if you'd like. Um, so I have several that I like. I like the social formats. Um, I love a target match play. And that's uh, all thanks to Carl and Jim um, out in California. They're the first ones to run one that I played in, uh, Pinball at the Lake. And I absolutely loved it because it's like fun and social and casual. And then it starts to get really intense at the end. Um but I like the the ebb and flow of the day, the way that it builds in intensity. So you have like yes. the fun part and then you have the like nitty gritty part where you're really like clawing for, for those last few points. So I think it's really fun um, while also being a nice competitive environment. Yeah. That's actually my favorite tournament style as well. Um, what? I, you can feel the stakes raising as it goes round around, but you can yeah. also make big rallies in that format. It allows, like, over the course of two or three rounds, pretty big shifts to change. So you do have to be consistent, but a bad round doesn't sink you entirely. Um, I love it. Uh, The reason I asked is for our launch party. I I don't want to get there because I want to sound like I'm whining, but we did a flipper frenzy. Um, And I had the highest win percentage. And I, I only took one loss the whole day, actually. Um, but because I played less games, I had to play Stranger Things back to back, which took an eternity. I didn't go to finals, despite the two people in finals both lost to me head to head in the frenzy. And so I got to sit back and watch two people play for finals that had less wins than me, but they played more (laughs) games. It made no sense to me. It was so confusing and uh, messy. I think Flipper Frenzy is a lot of fun, but it has a lot of issues that, that leave people on the outs. Um, you could go play your best day of pinball of your life, but because someone got six EMs and you got like six moderns um, over the course of, you know, out of the 10 games or 15 games you play, then they're going to get an extra five or six games in than you are. And it, it, can, it can really screw you. I know there's, and then okay. it also plays into the game and it's like, I should drain and move on, but that kind of sucks too. <laughs> so yeah, stay, stay with me on this. Ready? Flip Frenzy. All EMs in solid states, three ball. Moderns are a single ball of play. Uh, that would be amazing. Right? I could do that. I could That's do what that. I'm saying. I... Is like There has to be a way to balance game times. Yeah. Otherwise, you're right. It's, it's just a totally crazy thing. And, you know, IFPA didn't want people throwing games and blah 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 like all of that kind of stuff could be avoided if 
you know, as tournament directors, people are like, okay, we're doing this. We're going to set this game so that it's, we know it'll be shorter and fit in the time or just yeah. do a classics frenzy or do like they did for the closing party at Brisbane masters, which is coming up next month. Everybody go to Brisbane and come play in the tournament and come say hello. Um, but it was, it was video games mixed in with pinball, which I thought I was going to hate. And um, I got to play monkey ball with the banana controller. <laughs> it was just like, it's not for point. You know, I love anything that's not for points just because it's more fun. And no, but like you don't get the people who are so serious Try and arts. who are going <laughs> to, yeah, the ones who are going to slam tilt a game and then kick and scream about it. Uh, to get the game restarted like happened to me last time that we don't need to talk about anymore because I'm definitely not still bitter about it um you know grown grown ass people throwing fits because of their IFPA points um, yeah yeah Whopper, that kind of thing like, I don't have I don't have room for that in my life I don't have room for that energy I love a fun tournament the flip frenzy mixing the arcade totally brought that in because you had arcade players who didn't know pinball pinball players who don't know arcade <laughs> So it was all over the place. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. It's an absolute frenzy style. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get you out to Australia. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. Um, (laughs) But yeah. Okay. So I I think we can save that for a deeper discussion based on the feedback we get. But yes, uh, just succinctly target match play because of the social aspect. And just, I I just love it. I think it's so good. Carl, you're a smart man. Um, oh, that's that's a shout out! Shout out to Carl. Car- that's a permanent shout out, right? That is a permanent shout out to Carl. I mean, you look at everything critical that hit he's is fun too. Critical hit is great. I don't I don't really see any critical hit tournaments anymore. I'm bringing it back. I'm gonna run a critical hit. No, um, I still have my deck, so I should do it. I have both types of decks because I loved it so much. So it strikes and match play. Yeah, yep. I love it. Um, I have another shout out while we're going through shout outs. This is actually a shout out to a shout out because um, I was listening to the final round podcast, friends of the show, Marty and Jeff. Um, and Marty gave me a very sweet um, shout out in the beginning of their episode 69. Um, appropriately nice. enough. Um, for everything that we kind of talked about with Texas, helping them, um, you know, get all their stuff set up and bring them uh, homemade ice cream <laughs> during the <laughs> show and just making sure that they were staying hydrated and fed and had all the supplies they needed. So it was very, very sweet of him to, um, to, to make the shout out. So I am shouting back at his original shout. Shout back? Rest sure. of- reciprocal shouts going on here reciprocal yes anytime i saw his face that whole weekend and his beaming smile it just made me so so happy because his energy is infectious and i cannot wait to see him again and i am so very happy for him and for haggis so big shout out to marty and also to jeff hello jeff thank you for everything you do with your uh, uh i played in his pinball tour pinball profile tour tournament was the only other tournament i've done this year <laughs> so aside from the ones like in the past two months and you know what marty we could say a whole lot of nice things about haggis pinball if we just had a couple of machines to really spend some time with so 
<laughs> right. Right. Hook some friends up. Oh, All right. I got one simple shout out and it's super cheesy. So I'm just going to say those who did it will know, but there's been a lot of reaching out by the Pinmill podcast listener community lately. Uh, just check-ins and how you doings and things like that. And um, those are really simple, but they're also really nice and comforting when the world is going just crazy. So it's been nice to hear from people. Um, but one specific one, uh, we have a pinbell popcorn from Joe Zankus. I'm actually going to save it for next episode, but um, he's got a couple Ooh. for us. And he also made the little hurry up intro um, that we finally got for that ongoing segment. So I know uh, that's really, it's really exciting. I've been, uh, you know, our version of it was a, a little less refined, let's just say. Oh, so yeah. um, I love, I love his intro. Joe, you always take such good care of us. Big, intro, big Joe. forever perma shout yeah. out for joe so next episode a new pinball popcorn as well um yay fun all right we're, is we're it time we're almost across the finish line yeah we're almost there but is it time to talk about uh talk about our side pieces yes uh, like yes. a good side piece we hide it and uh <laughs> discuss it on the side Squirrel it yeah. in, right at the end yep right at the end all right. So um, for anyone who has missed the last 10 or so episodes that we've been doing this for, um, we are discussing games that we are playing, which are <gasps> shock, gasp, not pinball. So um, board games, card games, video games, just what we're interested mind in this games. week, what's captivating us, mind games. Yes. Um, so what have you been playing? What's got what's got you going this week? Okay, well, I think this is probably pretty obvious, but it's the new Zelda game, Tears of the Kingdom, on this yeah. Switch. Um, I am obsessed with it, just taking my time and strolling through it and finding all sorts of hidden stuff around the world of Hyrule. Um, I do love it, and I, I've been kind of glued to my Switch in downtime because of that game. It's, it's, it's great. Can't rave about it enough so i'll stop now um, <laughs> just know that this could go on for quite a while i i'm very excited to hear that i made the i don't know if i'll call it a mistake um i bought breath of the wild on wii u back when that was the thing that people used um and then of course i got a switch and i wish i had it on my switch because wii u is not portable so i would be glued to a tv so i never finished it but uh, eventually I might break down and get Breath of the Wild on Switch if I can find a like a good price used copy or whatever. So I have to do that first and then I'll, I'll get in there. But yep. um, you, you'll be rewarded for doing so. <laughs> uh, my game is actually also on the Switch. Um, I swear that's not all that I've been playing, but it's the game that I keep going um, like I can't tear myself away from um currently and that's wild at heart and it's like an indie version of kind of like a pikmin ish um so you have all of these creatures who you know assist you who have different abilities basically and you're wandering around this map and it's like mixed in this dream world but it's also very like um the storyline is very rooted in like um 
you know, mental health issues and things like that, but it's not overbearing to the point where the game isn't enjoyable. The game is actually really fun and really cute, but it still talks about how like people are going through shit and they're going through that in their own way. And there are ways that we can support each other and do things for each other and reach out together. So it's like a very sweet game. It's gotten to the point where it's crazy challenging and started off nice and easy. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, Oh my God, I'm never going to finish this. But (laughs) I love playing it and it's just like really well done the art is gorgeous so um if you are into a good indie game or if you're a fan of the pikmin franchise um give wild at heart a shout yeah might be a good time now because pikmin 4 is coming and i guarantee that's going to be an obsession in one of the upcoming weeks because i do love myself the pikmin series yeah well you need to get on this one because it is great and much cheaper than a Pikmin game would be. So yeah, that's, that's actually a selling point in these days of everything being so expensive. $60 so. for a new game. Yeah. I, I um, $70. What? I, I saw a headline yesterday that was that, uh, luckily they didn't blame, blame millennials this time. They said Gen Z are killing concerts because they're purchasing less, uh, alcohol at the shows. And it just okay. went on to talk about their drinking habits. And at the very end, it just slipped in. Another factor might be that the price of drinks is up, I don't know, like 80% from previous generations concert going like, yeah, you think, you think it's seriously Gen Z's out there that are out there looking to buy a home. And then they realize that they don't make even half as much as they need to, to get in a home. So maybe when they get out to one of these shows, they might just pass on the $18 beer. Right. Because a lot of this, like, you know, getting, um, I'm going to see Duran Duran on Sunday, right? So buying Depeche Mode tickets earlier in the year and now buying Duran Duran tickets, I'm like, I, this is a huge purchase. Like it takes away a chunk. Like when you think about it as like a big grocery shop, or you think about it as like two or three dinners out, that kind of thing. And you translate it back. It's like, you have to make sacrifices for things. So if someone is already, you know, paying a crazy price for tickets, then they're there faced with a crazy price for drinks. It's never, you know, you have to have some kind of balance. Like if you had more reasonably priced tickets, then maybe you would sell a little bit more booze. Like how about we find some happy medium here where you can sell out your shows and you know that the alcohol sales are going to go up if your prices come down a little bit. So I know that it's, um, you know, quantity versus quality, I guess, of purchase. But if it's a big enough problem, maybe stock something different or, you know, have other options for people like, uh, you know, non-alcoholic type drinks, because there are a lot of people who are doing like mocktails or, you know, flavored waters or that kind of thing. Um, and you don't see a lot of that, <laughs> maybe not kombucha, but like, you know, like, a um, like a spin drift or something where it's like a seltzer. So someone still feels like they're drinking something, even if they're not drinking alcohol and they're out with friends, it can be something Great where you want soda. something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take a photo. No, totally yeah. And yep. this has actually been one giant metaphor where concerts are the pinball machines and booze are the <laughs> toppers. Yeah, we let's we'll we'll save a topper segment for next <laughs> week. <laughs> All right, yeah, because that's one I've got words for that. Um, okay, then, well, then let let's uh, wrap up with uh, the contest results. 
Um, yes. Okay, so before you intro the new contest uh, question, I'll just check our winner from last week. And for all those that sent in their answer, thank you. Yes, it was Mark Ritchie was the answer. And uh, congrats to Robert Smith. Your prize is in the mail. Robert, no relation. No, nope, Or maybe nope. relation. Maybe it's actually Robert Smith. Maybe it actually is. Maybe he heard about you when he was there for the concert and he hopped on the podcast train. You know, if weirder things have happened. Like it was just <laughs> yesterday I was watching a Twitch stream and it was for Marvel Snap, which is another one of my obsession games right now. And I'm just watching and then the, uh, like another really big content creator, streamer, whatever you want to call him, was in there in chat, saw my name and shouted out like, hey, I remember that. So maybe we're just more famous than we realized, Jess. <laughs> so. uh, okay. And remind people like uh, Mr. Robert Smith of The Cure, um, how they can submit their answers for our weekly quiz. Okay. So you can do it by emailing us at pinballpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to message it, um, I don't know, you can you can find us. Do it to me. Don't fuck Jess. She's busy. I'm let's, the one that's unemployed. <laughs> can, let's just can... keep it. Let's just keep it email because last time it was confusing with, you know, the first person to send the right answer in the email. Did they send it faster than the person on Messenger, like checking the timestamps back and forth? Not everyone's on Facebook. So okay. maybe yeah, so let's it's just, just pinball stick to podcast email. at gmail.com. Not not the pinball podcast. It's just pinball podcast at gmail.com. Pinball so. podcast at gmail.com. All right. Yes. And this week's quiz question. What is the Steve Ritchie designed machine with no pop bumpers? First person to <laughs> so please don't well i guess we could have come up with another question but that would have been really anticlimactic for the person who had the answer and was starting to email it right away um so the first person to email in the correct answer to pinballpodcast at gmail.com um will receive an envelope of some soft plunge and double danger stickers basically joy in an envelope <laughs> we try uh, but we appreciate all of the positive feedback and we really, you know, appreciate everyone reaching out again and everyone who writes in for the contests. And uh, we do read all of the messages that come through and try to let you know if somebody else has got it before you, but we try not to spoil it before the next week. So tune in next time. Yep. And Same. checking the email right now. There is an email from Ringing Ears with the truth about tinnitus. So that's what I'm doing immediately after this show. <laughs> you might need it after having to listen to me for 45 minutes. No, as always, it's a pleasure. A pleasure and a privilege, Jeff. And yeah, pleasure, pleasure, privilege <laughs> of pain. The pinball podcast. Podcasts. 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 Bye. Podcasts. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye, friends.